Welcome to Miss Wrestling Theater 420. Your semi-favorite. Inconsistent. Incorrect. Incoherent. Inappropriate. Unprofessional. Sometimes weekly. Wrestling-based podcast. On Anchor.fm. Tuesday, you know what that means. What the fuck is up? Mr. Wrestling Theater 420. This is episode... Fuck, I already forgot what episode number we're on. (laughs) 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 Sorry, barely. I'm I'm outside today. It's episode 85, season 3, episode 38. Uh, This is called Slamber Weed. Summer Slam, Slamber Weed. It's not very clever, but I like it. It's funny. Makes sense. (laughs) Uh, quick happy birthday to Davey Boy Smith Jr., Austin Theory, Kevin Smith, Wes Craven, and Nick Diaz. Strain of the day is duct tape, not to be confused with duct tape. Those are two different things. <laughs> but it's duct okay. tape, like you used to like tape up ducks. Not yeah. fucking, not the brand duct tape that everybody fucking thinks is called. Yeah. <laughs> Those are two different things. Yes. I understand that. <laughs> I, 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 I'm aware. But duct with a T. All right. You can tell we're on the phone today. And yeah. I'm also outside. So you might hear some birds or some cars in the background. Yep. But that is what it is. Uh, we're going to do SummerSlam 2022. Yep. Uh, that King talk for a little bit. Then we watched uh, a couple matches from uh, SummerSlam 1992. Yes. 30 years, 30 years ago. Way to feel, make us feel old. Right. Well, your choices were 92 uh, or 20 or 02 or, or maybe even 2012 as well. So it'd be 10, 20 or, or 10 years ago. So either way, we would have felt old. Yeah. 2012. Would have felt old doing 02 though? Because like Lesno was there and you know, like people who were like still wrestling. So that wouldn't be so bad. Jericho was there. Edge. Yeah. Well, there's always next year. Yeah, yeah. Then we have to do like oh, uh, uh, all three. It's only a year later. I mean, all those people still kind of there. So, right. All right. Uh, Obviously, SummerSlam. But you want to start from the beginning of the fucking card? Sure. Let me. uh, Real quick prediction Friday. Let me just say that you. Swept UFC. Yeah, which was like a shock to me. <laughs> uh, I did not sweep UFC. I only got two. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it was. I uh, UFC, I got two. You got five. Yeah. SummerSlam, you got seven. I got seven. Yeah. Last match, you got four. I got four. Bring your total for the week to 16 and mine to 13. That gives me 100. And you 102. So <laughs> season is over. We said we're playing to 100. We played to 100. So technically you won. <laughs> yep. Holy Starting, shit. <laughs> we'll start new prediction Friday season. Um, during uh, After season four, which is actually in a couple of weeks anyway. Our two-year anniversary is August 24th. Yep. So that's when we're going to start season four. Yep. So that's when we should. Uh, so, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that settles. Now we're moving on to uh, SummerSlam 20. Yes, this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said it's so fucking complicated. <laughs> Just because I'm outside, I think. All right. <laughs> no pre-show matches. So everything was on the main card, which is probably why it was fucking 17 hours long. Yeah. I like, they could have... They could have put something on the pre-show. I don't understand the point of the pre-show anymore without a fucking match in it. But throw something there. You I don't give know. Me any little five-minute match there or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I agree. Just some, even if it's just something kind of stupid, just whatever. Make it worth it, because I, I don't want to listen to people just talk for an hour about and go through all the feuds that are going on and, and everything, and then they just do it again before every match anyway, so I don't see the fucking point. 
you don't need to sub a fucking match to me anymore. I'm gonna fucking watch it. Yeah. Okay. You had up until from the last pay per view until today to sell me on the pay per view. I'm already watching the goddamn thing. I don't need a recap. Exactly. All right. So, and that's just like, you know, you're watching 1992 again. You kind of want a little bit of a recap so that you could figure some shit out. But, yeah, well, all, they always do. As well. well, they always do like a, a recap right before. You know, but then that's what I mean. Like, I don't need two recaps. I don't need a recap on the pre-show and then a recap before the match. I don't need the same recap. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's repetitive. Just make the, make the practice one time. If you want me to watch it, I'll watch it during the pre-show. That's fine, but I don't need it twice. Yeah, I agree. All right, so Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for the WWE Raw Women's Title. Jimmy, yeah. Sorry, not title. <laughs> Vince is gone. I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. It's title now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was a it was a good match. It was a solid match. I liked it. I think the best part of that match was like the end of, after it ended. So, I think the the match the match was good. I mean, so the match did what a job it was. You know, asses in the seats. It was good. It was it was entertaining. It was fun. It was hype. And then, like yeah. I said, afterwards with, with uh, Bailey, uh, EO Sky, and uh, Dakota Kai, who I thought got released, but apparently Trips caught her first. <laughs> He's like, hey, come back. I mean, Must have. Also, like, I feel like definitely like Dakota and fucking um, Bailey would work well together as a team. Yeah, it, it's a it's a weird combination of people. I I, I yeah. think. EO I think is oh the weird one in the group, but she is. I like EO a lot. You know, she's a great wrestler. So, but I thought I'm like Dakota and Bailey would actually probably kind of work really well together as like a little heel team. But now I guess I don't know if it's supposed to be like a faction because I haven't watched Raw or anything since then. Uh, so on, on, on Raw they came out together. Okay. Um, Becky Lynch is hurt; she has a, a separated shoulder. So now it's going to be um, Oscar, Belair, and Alexa versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. I'm going to call Io Shirai for a while, but it's Io Sky now. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I'm like they got to always change names. It makes no sense, but whatever. I'm, I'm okay. It's better than some of the other ones. Like I'm okay with it, I guess. Like, yeah, it's it's close enough to her original name that it's it's all right. Like, but whatever. Like, she's just gonna be she's just just gonna be EO soon. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so yeah, so that, that like I said, that was a fine match. I'm gonna give that match and the the the, the shenanigans afterwards. I'm gonna score that in over there as well. So I'm gonna give it a three. Three and a quarter stars. Yeah, right. I was gonna say three and a half, so that's close enough. Basically the same. That's the same thing. I'll give it three and a quarter. All right. Our next match is Logan Paul versus The Miz. We did not do picks for this one. Well, yeah, because it was douchebag versus douchebag, so douchebag was gonna win. Right. It didn't really matter to me. I will say though. Like, because I did watch it, obviously. I will say that Logan Paul did pretty damn good, and he's probably looks better than Ray. He looks better than Ray uh, Dominic Mysterio. Rather, I agree. I think that's the theme I sent you guys. Like, I mean, Logan Paul second match ever, far better than Dominic Mysterio, <laughs> who has been supposedly been being trained for a while now. Right. I mean, like, well, at least twenty five years, right? Yeah. Been trained the whole time. Yep. So I yeah. Dominic sucks. <laughs> Dominic does suck. Um so the Logan Paul match is 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 just continue with that. Then we can talk shit about fucking Dominic yeah. in our next match. <laughs> yep. Uh it was fine. It 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 was better than I expected because I expected garbage from it. Yeah. It is not bad bunny. No, no, it is not. <laughs> no one can top Bad Bunny yet. So why does the Miz get all the celebrities now? <laughs> I don't know because he's supposed to be the A-lister. I guess he's not like 
like the guy. He's not the face of the company or anything. No, he's not. But I mean, he's probably great at working with the star celebs. I don't know. Yeah, he's not really reckless, I guess. No, he's not going to hurt them. And he probably does work well with them. Maybe even helps train them a bit when they come in. Who knows? Maybe he's that guy. No, AJ Styles was training Logan Paul for this match, apparently. That's what they kept saying. Oh. Do you think that was just them saying that, or do you think that that was the reality? I think it was just them saying that. I'm sure he was at the performance center. You know, like, Alvin was probably training him. Exactly. They taught him the uh, OK elbow, because Corey Graves called it. It was not not phenomenal forearm. It was the OK elbow. Okay, forearm. <laughs> it's just now forever what that movie's called. Yeah. Uh, I still don't like Champa with Miz either. I just, like, I I don't understand that at all. Hopefully Triple H fucking ends that soon. Well, he didn't necessarily end it on Raw last night, but there was a triple threat that Champa won. That gave him a match against AJ Styles that Champa also won. So Triple H is in control and Champa's winning matches. So... <laughs> Fucking good. Do that. Do that. What you will. Yeah. Well, thank God. Uh, Hopefully, I just yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll score. Miz. I'm gonna be nice and give it two and three quarter stars. All right, I was gonna say two and a half. So. I'm just gonna give it a little. I mean, like, cause it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It wasn't great, but it was better than I thought it was going to be. So I'll give it a little up for that. Okay. And, and and if Uncle Dave can fucking just make these things up as he goes, so can I. <laughs> like it's it's just an opinion. It doesn't matter. Like yeah, I'm, I'm gonna forget about it next week, honestly. But it's still two seven five. Yep. So our next match, versus Theory, which was like a two minute match. Yeah, it wasn't long, but I figured that wasn't going to be long because I'm like, he's either going to just like fucking say, fuck this, I'm saving myself for later to try to use the briefcase, or he was just going to get squashed quickly. Like, it wasn't going to be a long match any way around, I figured. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Um, So... Which, and and, I mean, basically, it was kind of like that. He tried to run away. It was like, I'm done with this. He was smart to try to attack him first. I mean, (laughs) definitely at a size disadvantage. So that was a smart move, but it's not work well for him. I definitely didn't think he was going to win. No. It it was quick. I'm going to only score it a two just because it was so quick. It was quick, and it was just kind of like uh, we could have had a better match than this, but whatever. Right. So yeah, it wasn't like when they used, you know, when they when you had Seth and Orton before Seth cashed in later that night. It yeah. was like, but that was also the first match. This is like the third match, but still, like, yeah, it was different, but like it wasn't. It's still the same principle, and I I just thought that it, it could have been longer. It could have been a better match. Like I know theory can go better than that. Well, especially when you lost time because of Riddle and Seth not really happening. So you could have made that match a little longer, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, Yeah, so two for me. Yeah, same for me. Then we had uh, Mysterios versus Judgment Day. Um, No disqualification tag team match. Yes. Which basically meant Rio was kind of part of it. She just couldn't pin anybody. Right, essentially. I mean, she was basically China out there. Yeah. Um, Dominic sucks, and I don't like Dominic at all. I don't like Dominic at all. Ray versus fucking Finn and, and, and Priest and Dominic's out there. Yep. Um, the match was okay. Edge coming out and taking his sweet fucking time coming down to the fucking ring. Like, you can't see him coming. Like, yeah, the I, a little bit better. Exactly. That's the tough thing, I think, with the long ass, like, fucking way at the certain stadiums like that. It's just like, there's no way you didn't see him coming after all that theatrical shit that was happening when he came out. 
So, like, you could have prepared. But, yeah, I mean, we kind of predicted that was exactly how that was going to happen. Exactly how that was going to happen. It, it's, it went exactly as planned. <laughs> so, set, uh, freaking Edge and his weird brood entrance. It was a brood entrance. Um, it, it was good, I guess. I mean, the crowd was kind of dead for that, for most of that match even. Yeah, it wasn't. I blame Dominic. Me too. It's all Dominic's fault. Because I like everybody else involved in this fucking thing except for Dominic. So. Me too. I, I don't. I don't even think Dominic has an upside. What is he? Twenty five now. Like. What, yeah. What, what has he done? Like, look at all the wrestlers out of twenty five. Like Rhea Ripley, twenty five. Look what she's yep. done. Um, MJ. Liv, Liv Morgan is like twenty five, twenty six, and she's SmackDown champion. Yeah, MJF even. Um, yeah. Austin Theory. Yep. I mean, all those guys are under 25, and I think they do a much better job than Dominic, <laughs> who's, you know, second generation. I, I think the only person Dominic's better than is Brock Anderson. Yeah, that's that's not uh, that's not saying much, though. It's not. I didn't say it said anything. I just said. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would think that he would be better, though. Right. You would think. He also had like you know Eddie around for a while too, so I don't think Eddie trained him though. But <laughs> no, but I mean, like you could tell the kid grew up in the business, kind of though. Not like you weren't watching wrestling your entire life, or not like with wrestlers your entire life. Yeah, exactly. Same, so same, same, really, the same thing with Brock Anderson. Now, like I mean, like you should be better than you are. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Should be much better. Like you guys don't have any excuse being second generation and being that crappy. So although I, I haven't seen Brock Anderson in a while, maybe he's he has improved a little. I haven't seen him in fucking a while, but yeah, he's improved. But Dominic to me has no 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 upside, and he just needs to go away. I'm no. giving that match um, a two, and most of that's because of the edge entrance. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say like two and a half. Yeah, whatever. That's the same thing, I guess. So yeah. Um. Then we had Pat McAfee versus Bumass Corbin. Yeah, I kind of I forget what I was doing, but I was not paying attention during part of this one. I think. I mean, like it, it's a Pat McAfee match. Everything he does looks like shit, but he sells it so well. He does it's entertaining. Yes. And, and and Corbin did a good job of being entertaining. Um, I think they're sowing seeds for a Pat McAfee versus Corey Graves match. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised because Graves is cleared, but right. to wrestle again. So. Um, and um, Michael Cole cheering on Pat McAfee was cool. Yeah. Him being off his leash is even cool. Like he can call things what they're actually called and not, he can talk like an actual human now. Yeah. Instead of Vince McMahon. <laughs> yep. With his ridiculous fucking rules for being uh, up there on the commentary. So, right. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he, he said the word wrestler and fans during SmackDown yeah. and shit. So, like, I mean, I think, Adam, uh, I think Adam Cole, Michael Cole will be better sure. now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give the Pat McAfee match a three and a half just because I think it was entertaining enough. Yeah, the parts of it I watched were entertaining, and I, I honestly am always entertained whenever McAfee's doing shit. He's my favorite commentator right now just because he's so ridiculous. Right. The, the swanton <laughs> bambini thing, where, the swanton beanie, whatever he calls that thing. Yeah. Like, that hit pretty well. I mean, like I said, it, it was good. Like, and he does look like shit, but it, it he sells it well, and it, and it looks fun. Yeah, I agree. So I'm, I'm going to give it three and a half. And like I said, even half did a good job. I don't really like him, but he did a good job. Yeah, he did his job for that match, which which is what Corbin does. He does his job. <laughs> he's nothing special, but he does his job when he's supposed to. So, yeah. So I say three and a half, three, three. I'll yeah, three and a half. Three and a half. All right, there we go. Call it that. Then we have the Usos versus the Street Profits. Which I mean, this was, a, yeah, <laughs> who fought Ric Flair the next night? <laughs> okay. Also in Tennessee. <laughs> So, um, 
That's why he's there. Yeah. Right? It was Tennessee. I figured it out afterwards. I was like, oh, it's Tennessee. That's why fucking Jarrett's there. Yeah. I get it now. It took me about, like two weeks to fucking figure it out, but I figured it out. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, this was a good match. These guys always have good matches. I just, I'm pretty sure this feud's over now, though. Thank God. Yeah, the feud's over. I, I hope. I, it's I, like I, the I, Usos versus the Street Profits and the Usos versus the New Day. It just happens so much now. It's just, it's always good to watch, and they always put on a good show. But it's just kind of old now. Wait, how many times can I watch the same fucking match? Yeah. So. And I know they do it a lot because it's entertaining, but after a while, it loses that entertainment value because it's so repetitive. It does get a little old fast. Yeah. Match itself, um, I'm going to score it a three right in the half, I guess. I guess it can be a three. Yeah. It's definitely a three. Like, it's always a solid three because they put on a good show. So I also think that they may be breaking up the street profit soon. Yeah, I don't know if they'll break them up because there isn't that many tag teams as it is. But, but there okay definitely are rumors of Montez Ford getting some kind of solo push. So I, I, I'd be okay with them just pushing them separately for a little while, but having them still hang out with each other. Yeah, that's fine too. Like just we'll just see how that break. goes. If that's even going to happen, because who knows? That might have been a plan at one point, but now with Daddy Vince being retired and gone, things might change a little. I mean, I think you've got to te- uh, push Tez by himself a little bit. I mean, like you, you, you push Road Dog and fucking Mr. Ass by themselves. Very true. Them. Very true. It, it can be done. done. If it's done right, it can be done. So. Right. We'll see how that goes. And, and I'm, I'm familiar that everybody should have at least one tag team partner so that you don't get jumped random your fucking time and Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so three for that one. Call that one three. Yeah, right then down the middle. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Yes. SmackDown Women's Championship, which if you blinked, you would have missed all of it. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was pretty shitty, um, most of the way through. Yeah, it was. It's Ronda just doing arm bars and arm bar and arm bar, and then working the arm. That's all Ronda knows how to do, though. Uh, and then, like we also predicted, uh, Liv was going to reho her way through that and just magically win. She did. That's what she did. Ronda kind of pinned herself going for the fucking submission, and the ref didn't see Liv tap out at the last second. So, I mean, Ronda kind of beat Ronda. Ronda. <laughs> Ronda screwed Ronda. <laughs> so, I don't know. And then she went all heel at the end and tried to beat her up more. I don't know. I figured that would have been the match with some type of interference, but they went with it that way. Yeah, well, I'm fine. She got Ronda got suspended or whatever, so she can go away for a little while. Yeah, I I got the feeling that I had a funny feeling that she wasn't going to be around for a long time again. So, but I think, I think they made both of them look weak. It was a it was a short match, and I and I just I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah. I'm gonna give it one and a half. I was going to say two, but all right, close enough. One and a half, and that is the most generous I feel like giving it. Yeah. You're going to two? Yeah, I'm going to go with the two. That's fine. And then, holy shit, let's talk about the main event, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I was not expecting as much from that main event that actually ended up happening. I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I it, it, it's Roman versus Brock for the nine billionth time. Yeah. So what are you going to expect out of it, right? Exactly. Oh, they brought out a bunch of toys, including this big-ass tractor thing. Yeah, he started driving a fucking tractor down, and I was like, oh, Lord. And then the best part of the tractor thing was like, well, my whole thing was like, I'm like, oh, I could see how, like, my thought was, why don't you just like get him knocked down and then just lower the fucking bucket on top of him so he can't get up? 
That's what I fucking said. Like, fucking put the bucket on top of him. You can't get up after that. You're not going to push that fucking bucket off and get out from that. <laughs> and like, even before the match, it was cool things. Like, Lesnar did his own intro and then threw the mic and then, like, Reigns caught it all, like, nonchalantly and shit. I'm like, that was fucking pretty cool. Yeah. And then Lesnar jumped at him from the fucking yep. bucket. Yep. And then there were parts of that when, like, he was getting German suplex. Or when Reigns was getting German suplex, I thought he was going to eat the side of that fucking bucket, though. Yeah. Like, someone's going to crank themselves on that thing. <laughs> the way the way he left it there, I'm like, dude, someone's getting their fucking forehead smashed or the back of their head smashed off the edge of that thing. Yeah, like, the back of the head, because so it was all accidental and shit. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Don't yeah. kill each other. Yep. And then fucking Leslie gets on the fucking thing at one point and starts pushing the ring. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to kill somebody in the audience. <laughs> then he flips it. And Reigns is in the corner, just like rolls outside the fucking ring, like the Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, oh shit. shit. He rolls out of the ring. I'm like, oh my God. I thought it was like, I mean, like, Siri tried to cash in and got his ass whooped the entire fucking Yeah. Time. Dude, he tried to cash in and got his ass whooped. And at one point, fucking Roman picks up the briefcase and just wailed on. Fucking theory who wasn't even moving. He just hit him for fucking the sake of it. Right. I <laughs> laughed so fucking hard. hard. Yeah. That's because he hit fucking Reigns with a fucking briefcase when he first got down there before fucking yeah. fucking him. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Heyman it's... going through the table was fucking badass. Yeah, I laughed though. I said, I said the best thing that they could have done when they were piling everything up was to pick Heyman up and stick him on the pile too. <laughs> Only missed opportunity there. <laughs> I, I thought it was good. I mean, like, yeah. multiple super kicks, all kinds of spears. Like, uh, Adam Cole, uh, Adam Cole, kind of Adam Cole again. Michael Cole <laughs> yelling, For the love of God, count faster. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, stop, you take it too long. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty fucking good shit. Yeah, it definitely redeems the whole night. Like, because there was a lot of mediocre middleness predictableness um even this was predictable yeah but so like it wasn't it wasn't horrible but then that the way that that it ended with that match i think redeemed it a lot and made it a good show yeah i'm actually gonna um give that one a five five stars out and i and i was highly entertained by it i'm gonna i i was too i i will i will give it a five star just because it blew all expectations out of the water and some like the whole use of the tractor was just something that hasn't really been done like that before which it's hard to do something like that nowadays you know there's a moment where they're like picking up pieces of table and whacking each other in the fucking face with it I thought that was even fucking oh cool. dude anything <laughs> they can get their hands on you titles a briefcase chairs pieces of table like everything was just everything getting in I thought it was fucking amazing <laughs> yeah I loved it a lot, actually. So yeah, I, I'm gonna give it a five. It's like, like I said, it's one of the probably the first five you've ever given out. Yeah. Besides, like it, fuck Eddie and Ray and fucking Halloween Havoc. Yeah, <laughs> it takes a lot though, for especially nowadays, it takes a lot for us to like give like a five. <laughs> it does. Um, a little spoiled, but I'm, I'm gonna give that one a five. I like. Yeah. That. Me is too. It be, is it gonna be a five star match in two years? Probably not, but. It's definitely gonna be a five for in in this time right now. Yeah, I agree. I do think as a whole the pay per view was a lot better than they have been recently. I I I think it was better. I think it was better presented. I think it you know it, it kind of rolled a little bit better. I didn't feel like it was three hours long. Yeah. Ah, uh, so yeah. So uh, for the pay per view, I'm gonna give it a three three seven five. Yeah, I said three and a half, like a solid three and a half as a whole. That Liv Morgan kind of drags it down, but the the, the Roman Reigns kind of brings it back up again. So yeah, you kind of almost forget about that match because right after it was the fucking Roman and Brock match. So right. so between that and Bailey, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call it three seven five. Yeah, which is good for him. No, I went three and a half because I figured it's it's pretty solid show. So right, agreed. Uh, I did not watch Ric Flair's last match, but we did do pricks for it. Um, the only thing I will say is that Ric Flair is still alive. Unfortunately. Uh, the one thing I saw was that he got a um, 
figure four submission, but he couldn't fucking pick his shoulders up. So technically, it was a draw, I guess. Oh, uh, <laughs> fucking retarded. He got well. He was just old and tired, so I guess. But yeah. That's finally over, and, and yeah. Rocky Anderson won a match. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, huh, all right. That's the one I did not expect to have happen. No, me neither. And they called him the Four Horsemen, too. Yeah, no. Well, um, Brian Pillman, not Brian Pillman Jr., was a member of the Four Horsemen at one point. True. And obviously, Brock's dad is a very big member of it. So, I could see that, you know. So, I mean, it is what it is. Because they called the old Rock and Roll Express, even though it's only Ricky Morton and Ricky Morton. So. Yeah. True. Other Morton. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember his name. Like I said, we both got four on that. We were different on them, but we both got four on that one. So. Yeah, because you got Jordan Grace and I got Gresham or whatever, yeah. I think. We both got the Wolves and Morton's wrong. Yeah. I think was pretty good, but. Yeah. There was a decent card other than the Ric Flair match. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, the card seemed fine. I just, I'm not paying $200 to watch that fucking card. Yeah, which is ridiculous. No one should pay $200 for any kind of wrestling card. Like, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Maybe his last fucking match, or I'm not going to get like the John Cena once in a lifetime thing twice in a row. Yeah, I, well, that just means another chance for him to die in the ring. So, right. I mean, in all seriousness, though, I'm glad he didn't die in the ring. But yeah, I know, I know, I keep saying that, but like, yeah, like that would be horrible if it actually did happen. It, it would be absolutely horrible if that actually did happen. But uh, so that that that'd be insane. Hope it never happens again. Yeah. Done. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad take her and fucking mankind with it to say goodbye. Like probably talk him out of doing another match immediately. Yeah. According to Twitter, because like I said, I didn't watch it, but there was a part where like they show Taker in the crowd, and he was like, he's like, just end this fucking monstrosity of a match. <laughs> yeah, take his advice. He's gone through a couple fucking matches at the end of his career that, like... Well, we're not good. Yeah. So... M- Mankind, too, for that matter. Yeah, Red Heart exactly. Too, that matter. Like, they all went through that thing. Don't, don't keep doing it. Yep. It just doesn't, it doesn't help. Yep. But that's beside the point. All right. So that's that. King's going to bitch about probably both those two things. And we're going to yeah. come back. We're going to bitch about um, Retro SummerSlam. That's right. 1992. 1992. We'll be right back. Yep. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Time for SummerSlam. I am the king of old school. This is. Monday Night Rant on Mystery Wrestling Theater 420. And as always, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and by all means, drop us a comment. Tell us what you thought of that pay-per-view. Tell me anything surprised you at all, anything good, anything bad. Or, you know, we can just do the whole Shut Up King hashtag and uh, make that trend, because that's, that's something I really want to see happen. Well, let's get right down to it. Um, so, going into the pay-per-view, I had very low, very, very low impressed and apparently this is a this is a triple h's fingerprints were all over on this match he with the other uh women's championship the raw women's championship between bianca belair and becky lynch uh, apparently becky at the end of the match um congratulated bianca and then when Bailey and her new crew came out, 
uh, Becky had Bianca's back, uh, apparently turning face, making um, Bailey the heel on this situation. So, yeah, apparently Triple H does not like Becky Lynch as a heel, does not like her emulating um, her husband or whatever he is. I don't know if he, they're married or not, but he doesn't doesn't like her emulating Seth Rollins, wants her to be her own person, wants her to go back to being a face. So I have no problem with that whatsoever. To be quite honest with you, when it comes to the four horsewomen, I would rather see Becky and Bailey as face and uh, Sasha and Charlotte being heel, but um, you never know. And for anybody that's going to correct me, look at the WWE.com roster, Sasha and um, Naomi are still on the active roster. They're still on the website. So until I see them removed, they're still WWE employees, in my opinion. Moving on. The um, McAfee and the Happy Asshole. That match, I mean, on all over the internet, they're saying to give ha- Happy Corbin credit for uh, taking care of Pat McAfee. I'll give it that much, but that's about as far as I'm going to give him. Uh, I think that McAfee is, whether you admit it or not, as a football person, you know, admit that kickers and punters are are athletes. But I have to admit that he does have, he is an athlete and he does have the athleticism. And I think that he should uh, transition well, and to be quite honest with you, I like McAfee as an announcer, so I'm not going to complain about anything that he's done. Um, let's move on. The match I wanted to see uh, was the match with the Mysterios versus the Judgment Day. I was disappointed by that. I walked in, let's put it this way, I walked in expecting it to be high-flying, uh, which you know wasn't bad from that aspect of it. And... But what I was disappointed with was I thought it was going to be a three-on-one situation, and then Edge was going to come in, make his presence known, beat the shit out of somebody. And again, I said three-on-one situation because I just I think that Rhea Ripley was going, you know, she can hang with most of the boys, in my opinion. And I think that you know Dominic is just a waste of WWE talent. So. I mean, there there is an upside to Dominic if you really want to go there. He, I think that if he got a little more training and learned maybe more technical moves, you know, something away from the luchador side, and because I think he's a little too big and uh, and chunky to be a luchador, but that's just me. I think that if he you know, if he either A, bulked up, or B, you know, slimmed down a little bit, I think that, you know, the proper training, he could actually do something if he combines the luchador bit of his father with maybe a little bit of a power base or a little bit of a technical base. I think that he could be interesting to watch. I think there's potential there, but he has to add to it. That's the key. He needs to add to the repertoire. He cannot just say, okay, my dad did this, I'm doing this. No, I'm sorry. You know, go look at Rocky Maivia. I mean, excuse me, go look at The Rock um, as opposed to Rocky Johnson. Go look at Randy Orton as opposed to Bob Orton. You've got to carve your own niche. You've got to be your own person. Okay. Uh, did have to say that Edge's entrance into that match. Brood style. Loved it. And he came out, he just dispatched a Damien Priest like he was nothing and then speared through Finn Balor. That was great. I kind of wanted to see him do something with uh, Rhea, but I, I had a feeling Beth was going to come out, but it didn't happen. Um, my thought on the next three matches, they all intertwined, in my opinion, going into it. I knew that, A, if Lashley retained the title that you were going to see Austin Theory at some point in the main event. Check that happened. I knew that if the Usos retained, that meant that Reigns was going to retain. However, it was going to be all or nothing when it came to the bloodline. 
I knew that walking into it. They actually, the inter, a lot of the internet people said it as well, saying that they're all going to just, they're going to probably all drop on the same pay-per-view, the two, uh, the, t- the, the, the four belts all together. Which I have a feeling is going to actually end up being the, uh, the Clash of the Castle. That's my thought. Um, but moving on. Uh, Lashley, in my opinion, just dominated over Theory. Theory just... I'm sorry, but I, I like Lashley. And Lashley just chucked him around like a fucking rag doll. So, I knew right there that he was going to make his presence felt at the main event. Kind of hoped he wouldn't cash in, but I'm going to get to that in a second. Let's uh, move on. You got the Usos went out there against the Street Profits. That match wasn't bad. It was it was actually, it was, it was entertaining. I liked it. But, you know, my only issue was the predictability of the outcome. But, again, I knew that it was going to be all or nothing going in, so leading into it, I kind of had a feeling I knew where things were going to end up. So, yeah. Next on the agenda is um, that championship match. Holy shit. That was a good, that was a good match. I got to admit that. It, I knew right away when Lashley retained and then the Usos retained that Reigns was retaining. So I'm like, okay. You know, I knew the outcome coming, going right down, but they made it so entertaining. Like, I have to admit, that match was entertaining as hell. The tractor, him lifting the fucking ring up, um, the fact that they stacked shit on top of Lesnar to keep him down for the 10 count, that was that was great, in my view. They, they you know, if you're going to be predictable, at least make the match entertaining, and that's what they did. And I can't complain about this pay-per-view. It was actually, it did what it was supposed to do and entertained me. So I'm very, very impressed by it. Um, I don't like the whole rating system that the guys use, but, you know, again, it wasn't the greatest SummerSlam ever, but it wasn't bad. It kind of reminded me of what AEW did with the uh, with their last pay-per-view. I mean, it was predictable, but the matches were entertaining. So as long as you look at it from a fan standpoint of that way and watch the actual match and not care about the outcome... You know, you know how they're getting there. You know, you know where they're going, but let's. But you watch how they're getting there. That's where the entertainment is, and that is exactly what happened. And that was a throwback to the Attitude Era. You kind of knew shit a little bit, but not as bad. With the internet, the internet wasn't as bad then, but you kind of knew a little bit. Uh, but the it, it was entertaining as fuck, and that's what it was. So. Um, I'm going to move on to the Ric Flair last match. I didn't care. I didn't watch it. I know he survived. And I know he was bloody. And that's about all I can tell you about it. And I really don't care about anything else. I don't care who won. I don't care who lost. Just the fact that he's gone. I was more interested in the fact that they kept that... um, I kept seeing Mark Calloway, Mick Foley, and Bret Hart sitting side by side by side in the front row. Like, I was more interested in that than I was anything else. I didn't notice any of Flair's family in the audience. I mean, I'm sure that Charlotte was there, but I didn't see David. I didn't see his wife. And what the fuck was Rick wearing? And you want want to complain about what Chris Jericho was wearing outside the ring? What the fuck were you wearing inside the ring? I don't know. And and then coming out with a championship belt, I, I just don't know. What the fuck is wrong with you? So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Um, I do have renewed hope in um, if this is the way Triple H is going to run things. I mean, he already uh, put his fingerprints on a couple of the matches. You can definitely tell that he was heavily involved in a lot of the work. So uh, let's keep this going. If this keeps going, I might have an, a new interest in the WWE. Uh, on the flip side, didn't watch AEW. I did see that um, they're going to have 
uh, interim match, uh, championship match coming up between Jericho and Moxley. I do want to watch that. I keep hearing about um, the Heart Dungeon. Is, is it going to be in the Heart Dungeon or is it going to be a dungeon match? I don't know. Or maybe he just hyped himself as being from the dungeon. I don't know. But it was on Chris, Chris Jericho's Facebook page. So I'm going to be keeping an eye out for that. And I'm going to definitely be keeping an eye out for um, what the WWE is going to do going forward. I, I, I'm actually interested and I'm hopefully it's not in vain. Uh, with all that said, I'm done talking to myself. So have fun, guys. What's going on, y'all? It's your neighborhood bake shop here, MHSL Bake, and you are now rocking with the Mystery Wrestling Theater 420 podcast. Those are my guys over there. Make sure y'all tap in anytime they drop. You know what I mean? Good peoples, good topics, great puns. Yeah, man. Check them out. Mystery Wrestling Theater 420 Podcast. Check them out because Bake said so. Money high, stress low. That's the motto. You listening to Save You in the background featuring my artist I-93 Carry On. Make sure y'all check out the new music. All right. We're back. We're back. So we watched Summer, well, we watched part of SummerSlam 1992. Yeah. We kind of skipped around through like a few different matches. Here you picked the matches, so matches are your fault. <laughs> yep. Hey, they were pretty good matches, though. They were good matches. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I have one break with you, and I'll get to it when we get there. So we watched three oh. matches. First match being um, Road Warriors, Legion of Doom versus Money Inc. Yeah. For the no, that wasn't for the tag team title. That was just a match. Yeah. Um, that match was fine. I enjoyed the fuck out of that match. I thought all four of them guys, actually all six of them guys, competed really well, including yeah. Jimmy Hart and Paul Ellery. Yeah. Not so much Rocco, because I'm not a fan of Rocco, but that's not the point. <laughs> Rocco, Rocco's, kind of, Rocco's kind of a dummy. I say that joke for 30 years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a good match. And I think I remember that one being a good match. That's why I picked that one. Yeah, I definitely remember watching that match then. And I was like, this is a cool match. Like, I mean, it's good stuff. Like, it, it's it's old school wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, storytelling. and Yeah, it's a little happening. slower pace sometimes. It's not like the quick pace that they keep up with a lot today. But, yeah, it has good storytelling. Like, like the slowness isn't as bad because, I don't know. They did better at selling even just smaller moves back right. then. You know, they sold a lot more of it, which gave it more of that storytelling feeling. Whereas nowadays, there's a lot of moves that they just don't even, no one sells at all. Right. Spanish flies off the top rope, people just get up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Works, huh? So it was good. It was good wrestling in that sense. It was good wrestling, like I said. I mean, and there's not anybody on that you know, on any of those sides that I really despise watching wrestling. No, I mean we've always liked, of course, you know, Road Warriors slash Legion of Doom has always been like top on our tag team list. So, right. and we always like Money Inc. and DiBiase and stuff. And so. yeah, he's like the greatest heel of all time. Yeah. One of the greatest heels of all time. Yep. And I thought, like I said, the match was fine. Um, watching in the, in the retrospect, I'm probably gonna give it a four. Eh, yeah, I'll give it a four. Yeah, I was gonna say like three point seven five, but yeah, I went with four. <laughs> <laughs> a little more biased now because I remember watching it to begin with. Yeah. True. True. But yeah, three point seven five. It was a good match. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Right, and it's also like the the biggest outside United States fucking uh, attendance of all time. Yeah. Stadium, so like, I mean, it was a big fucking deal then. So I'm gonna give it a four, and right. loud the whole time. Yeah. There's a stupid fucking horn blowing in the background. I can't. I was like, what the fuck is that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. But yeah, it was a cool match. Uh, so no, it was. I'll go with a four. 
right. Then we watched uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage versus Ultimate Warrior for the WWF World Championship. Yes. Um, this match was fine. It's, you know, big men slapping meat or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Again, slower pace, storytelling. Even had Ric Flair and Kurt Hennon out there selling story. That's right. Uh, they were supposed to be in someone's corner, even though they were in like no one's corner. They were in no one's corner, which is what I, you know, I knew I was gonna. Yeah, it is what it is. I thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah. My biggest gripe with this match is that I watched a half-hour match just for it to be a countout. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, and uh, I will say this though: is that the, it was probably the quickest ten count I've ever seen in my fucking life, though. It's because they actually fucking counted. Like he's going like counting. one, two, three, four. It's not like one, two. Like you know, there's like he was. There was no Mister fucking Sippy in the middle. Like it was just one, two, three. He was going as fast as he fucking could. I mean, obviously because he's supposed to, but like, yeah, I don't know. There's other times when they end up outside the ring and they count fucking wicked slow and then he comes in at the end and he just counts to 10, the fastest I've ever seen a ref count to 10. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, I, he did count consistently the whole time, I guess, but I mean, that's the old school wrestling. They counted when they hit the outside of the ring, so. True. Because you weren't True. supposed to be out there. <laughs> no. Like, they actually paid attention to the rules a little bit more back then. The, the count in the ten thing is just only only happens when it's convenient nowadays. Oh yeah, only when like it needs to be part of the story now. Otherwise, like half the time the refs just sitting there yelling at them to get back in, or he jumps out trying to get them to get back in. Yeah, like, fuck it, just start fucking counting. Yeah, <laughs> just start fucking counting. <laughs> you know that I'm a big fan of those people not counting. Like Rick Knox, man, count something. Count people Rick, out. Rick Knox <laughs> doesn't do anything. Rick Knox just sits there and watches the match most of the time. None of them count. Like none, none, on either side. I, I, Rick Knox the only guy I name I can think of right now. They the worst ones. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so that was my biggest gripe with that. Is it? Is it? I watched a half hour match just for it to be a count out. I yeah. Remember that when I was doing it. <laughs> but remember. No, I just I just saw their names and was like, oh, all right. Well, that that ought to be good. <laughs> like I said, it was fine. It was okay. Uh, yeah. Because that's of the good... count-out, though, I'm only going to give it, a, like, a three-star. All right. That's that's understandable. I'd say about the same, just because of the finish. Right. I mean... The rest of the match was pretty solid, though. Right. I don't know if we got a different matches, Survivor Series or something later on with Flair and, and Henning versus those two, but I don't remember right now. Can't really think of it and didn't do any research on it because I, I watched everything this morning, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, I did, too, so... <laughs> I don't have time to do any of that shit, but... Uh, yeah, because of the finish, I'm, I'm going to give it a three. All right. I'll agree with you on that one. All right, cool. And then in the main event for the Intercontinental title, which I don't do anymore like that. No. It was, it was in England, and it was the British Bulldog. Yes. Versus Bret Hart, who was the Intercontinental Champion at the time, who's his brother-in-law with Bret's sister and Davy Boy Smith's wife. In the yeah, game. Diana or whatever her name is. Yeah, I don't know. That was saying to me. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, one of the heart girls <laughs> yep. that, that married one of Brett's fucking buddies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, this match is fun. This match has always been like one of the best matches of all time. Anyway, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely up there for me, especially like like as one of Bret Hart's better matches ever. It's like definitely one had... of British Bulldogs' best matches ever. Yeah, it's definitely one of British Bulldogs best matches ever um especially solo away from you know because he had some good tag team matches with dynamite kid back in the day but right. this one's all solo him. wise this is probably his best one agreed um and you know Brett does put on a lot has a lot of good matches but this was one of my favorites with Brett as well so right uh good storytelling this match all the way through I mean good story you know, yeah, guy wins the title in his home crowd. You know what I mean? Like, nice, good feel, good moment. Yeah. Uh, good wrestling, too. Just good wrestling. You know? So, I'm going to go ahead and give this one a five. 
Okay. Uh, I'm kind of biased, I, though, because, I mean, like, it's who they were, but, like, I'm going to give it a five. I'd give it a five, too, just because the match that it is, and it should definitely be known as a five-star match. Yeah. So, that one just, like, be considered to be a five-star match forever. <laughs> yeah. that That's one of those will live down in the history of fucking wrestling always type of matches, so. So, that match, so, oh, no, that one gets a five from both of us. That's cool. I liked yeah. it. I didn't watch anything else from the card. I just watched those three matches because, like I said, yeah, I didn't watch anything else either. I kind of literally just watched the three matches. So I, I was gonna watch the whole card, and then I um, didn't do anything until this morning. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't start my homework until I was on the bus going to school. Type bullshit. Yep, <laughs> been there, done that. So, so you know, trust me, right? I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the rest of the card, like there's Taker and Kamala, but that was like six minutes. I think we've watched. That we then, take his week or whatever. Yeah. So, like, that was kind of, like, stupid and slow and, like, just made no sense. And then there was, like, one with fucking Rick Martel and... uh Michaels. Yeah, HBK. And that was also, like, a quick, stupid double count-out or something. Like, like I don't know. They did a lot of that stupid shit on this card. I so. mean, it, it was Shark Week, though, so we couldn't watch fucking Shark and uh, Tugboat. Yeah, yeah, that probably wouldn't have been a bad one. I didn't think about that. Did they face it again? I already forgot. I already forgot too. I thought about that one for a minute, but then like, oh, fucking Road Warriors and Money Inc. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Well, if I knew the Macho Man and Warrior one was gonna be a fucking countout at the end, if I paid attention to that, then we might have watched that other one instead. But oh, <laughs> that shit happens. Uh-oh. Yeah. Not super concerned about it. It happened. Yeah. Um, Never know. There'll be another time. There's always another chance. We can watch another. Like <laughs> yeah. It was uh the the Beverly Brothers. That's why we didn't watch that. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Then I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't like them. So we want like shark and fucking tugboat. Shark <laughs> and Shockmaster. Yeah. Shockmaster. He's Shockmaster. I know he is. The worst gimmicks they've had. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Yep. The Shark was the stupidest one, though. That lasted longer. Shockmaster had one thing and was done. Uh, Shark was worse than Golga? I think Golga was worse. Golga was probably worse. At least Shark had, like, wins or whatever. I don't know how many, but it wasn't that many. Golga was definitely worse. It was Golga, right? Was I think Golga. it was Golga, yeah. I'm gonna call him, yeah, it had to be Golga. It wasn't Kurgan. No, because Kurgan is Kurgan. Right. <laughs> I don't know. That, I, that's all I call that dude is Kurgan. Like, every time I see him, movies, everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so watching the Osama thing was fun. Um, probably do that. Yeah. That's not a fun point. Uh, King yeah. had mentioned that Osama thing was wicked early this year, and I didn't really think anything of it. And then uh, I was looking at it, and I'm like, well, it really is kind of early, because all these other ones are like August 28th, August 29th. Yeah, <laughs> it's usually, yeah, it's usually like mid to late August, and this year it was in, Ju- like, the end of July, which was yeah. weird. So it was, like, super early, at least two weeks earlier than it normally is. Yeah. But but they're doing but, this stupid Clash at the Castle thing soon, so. That should be interesting, actually. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me if they do another Wembley Stadium-type shit where Drew McIntyre takes the title not really in front of his home crowd because it's Welsh and he's Scottish, but like, whatever. It, yeah, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> yeah, part of the United Kingdom. <laughs> you know, even though the Welsh and the Scottish probably don't even like each other still fully, but it is what it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure none of those countries like each other. Ireland, Northern <laughs> Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales. Yeah, yeah, they're all fucking. Yeah, it's it's like America and Canada. We we, we tolerate each other. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no, not wrong at all. Both not wrong than everybody at all. else. <laughs> yeah. So and Canada like always thinks they're the greatest. So. Right. And America thinks they're the greatest. So. <laughs> but whatever. Yep. Um. Do you want to look at anything else from the week? I mean, I was at fucking dynamite. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even watch it actually. So, 
it was okay. I mean, there, there was some some shaky moments. There was a uh, women's title match, Thunder Rosa, and some um, Japanese chick. <laughs> yeah, that beat her in some match in Japan, and that's why that whole match happened or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. I- I'm gonna tell you that that match was absolute trash when I watched oh. it live. Okay. And then I watched some clips of it later on, and it looked worse. Oh. So. That's that sucks. match gets a zero stars. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I gave Liv one star. <laughs> yeah. So that says a lot. And Thunder Rose is a pretty good wrestler. I don't know who. I don't know this other chick. So. I, I mean, like, I, I was just not a fan of it. The rest of the card was pretty good. Um, Ricky Starks and Danhausen was quick, like you thought it would be. And then Hook yeah. comes out and dominates Ricky Starks. <laughs> so Hook, Hook is your new FTW champion, and Team Taz no longer exists, apparently. Okay. Because Hobbs beat the shit out of fucking Starks after that match. Oh. All right. So, if you lose your FTW title, you're automatically out of Team Taz. I guess so, because that's what happened to Cage, so. <laughs> so, hopefully... Starks will stay hopefully on Cage doesn't. Hopefully Starks is enough TV <laughs> like Cage now. So That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hopefully that happens. <laughs> uh, Jungle Boy had a decent promo during that, and then we all started chanting "pussy." <laughs> yeah, so that I remember you texting me that. I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> he called Chris Cage a pussy, and then we started chanting "pussy." <laughs> it was cool though. I mean, Moxley and Roos was cool. That, that opened the show. That was fine. Uh, Sammy and Dante Martin was high-flying like you would expect it to be. Yeah. Uh, Swerve beating up Tony Nese and fucking uh, fuckboy there. That was interesting. <laughs> and Danny Garcia beat Daniel Bryan. Really? I mean, with some help. But got the oh. win. Huh. And that's how they used to do things back in the day. It's your first match back. You have ring rust. You're gonna lose your first match back. Yeah, so I'm cool with that. Yeah. Plus, anyways, that way it's not Daniel Bryan isn't just winning, and it kind of gives some more. Clout. Yeah, like like you gotta let the young kids win every once in a while. Right. I thought I thought that was good. I mean, like like I say, he got help, so it didn't like Daniel Bryan didn't look weak or anything. Yeah. And like it was said, done right, be, you know, a loss done right is fine for both people. <laughs> right. That's how I think too. So, so, you know, and that needs to happen more. Cause you can't always just like push the same guys. Cause then you're gonna, you're falling victim to the same thing we bitch about on the other side. So agreed. Uh, so live, I'll give this card a four cause I was there live, but watching it, like the ups and downs and replays of things. Yeah. I'm going to give it a two and a half. <laughs> but live, I'll give it a four. <laughs> live, live is always a much higher rating just because it's live and you're hyped and into it. So, but but that that, that fucking Thunder Rosa and um, Yamashita match was just garbage to me. Yeah, like trash. <laughs> On both sides, like, it, like I said, it looked trash in, in, in real life, and it looks much worse going home. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. That sucks. Well, let's not do that again. See, this open door thing isn't always the best thing in the world. <laughs> I think a lot of that has to do with like um, uh, communication errors. Probably. I mean, I'm sure that English isn't their first language for either one of them. Yeah, and then the other fact is too is like you get comfortable wrestling people that you know more. Right. When you're just thrown in with somebody you've never had any experience with, a lot of times it can just look ugly. That's why the greatest rivals make the greatest matches. Like, I mean, Sean yep. and fucking Bret Hart, tough yep. there. But there's all the new ones now. Like, FBR yeah. versus Briscoes. Yeah. Briscoes versus God. Yep. I mean, people who wrestle against each other. I mean, Bucks, when they put on a good match, they do a good match. But yeah. They do all that fucking hokey shit and annoy the hell out of me. I know. But the Bucks have put on some decent ones at times. Right. So. Like, you know, Briscoes and uh, FDR. Pongi. Yeah. So. God. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess that's it for the week. I mean, I, I didn't really want, I mean, like, I don't want uh, much else except for the Dynamax that was there. Yeah. 
and honestly, like I only caught like SmackDown. I mean, SummerSlam and then SmackDown. I think so. Yeah, I didn't watch uh, SmackDown. Yeah, it's not really worth much. I just watched it to see if anything came about with like Riddle being out and all that, but. Yeah, he came out and called him out. It was all storyline. I was expecting somebody to jump Seth closer to the, you know, the entrance or whatever, but. Like Randy Orton? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I was expecting to see like him go to turn around and get caught in an RKO out of nowhere type of thing. But I don't know. We'll see what's going to happen with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this time waiting for Randy to come back or what. Yeah, maybe. Um, do you have a douchebag of the day week? Uh, I don't know. I think I'm just going to get back to Ric Flair. I think Ric Flair has uh, earned that spot this week. Uh, dude, I was just going to say, I was going to say, like, I was going to be like, ah, Ric Flair, but I feel like that was too easy, but it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to give it back to him. I think he deserves it. Um, King going to mention the uh, Yellow to Wall Hall of Fame. And, um, uh, I think Ric Flair is the first inaugural member he, of that. He definitely should be. He fucking automatically goes in yep. as so, the first. So, so Ric Flair is in the, the inaugural uh, Yell at the Wall Hall of Fame douchebag club. Yeah. A couple of people too, but we'll get to that uh, in two weeks. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, yeah. So next week, I've assigned some mystery assignments to you guys and you guys have one for me which i'm also gonna leave a mystery yeah uh so it's gonna be a little break from wrestling yeah there won't be any wrestling talk because i mean you guys can still talk about wrestling obviously we're a wrestling based podcast yeah but so you're I mean, so next week's gonna be a little bit of a different all rant style so yeah uh, it's gonna go some a little break from wrestling true uh so follow us on facebook at mwt420 yeah on Twitter at the MWT420. <laughs> next week, in the words of Snoop Dogg, just chill to the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> <Deuces>. Peace. <laughs>